Yeah, yeah. Icy cold, it is so, it is so icy cold. Yeah. Mixing the water with cheeses, making the money get more. Yeah. Trying to be like gang, you better go get it. We did it, we said it, we spoke. Yeah. We put it out, thought it was smoke. Just pop a foe. This is at home, right down the street, from Alamo. Yeah, yeah. Fight the days in, ain't taking no days in. Don't need a vacation, I need a replacement. Busting the lights out soon as we came in. What are they talking about? What is retaining? Yeah, yeah. Need me a therapist to ask if I'm aging. Is it me, do you feel caging? Why am I demons invading? I let fear and they're hesitating. They fighting, they fighting the cadence. Go out their way, it's okay. Cause my jokes is the basement. I gotta get with my face in it. Yeah. Icy cold, it is so, it is so icy cold. Yeah. What is happening, everybody? Happy Monday night. Happy Labor Day uh, to you and yours. Welcome, welcome, welcome to an all-new edition of Chips and Dish here on the AATSN, the AAT Sports Network, which is also AAT Birds, but I want to say AATSN because it's important to say I am joined on this wonderful holiday by my very good friend in the retirement cover band community, <laughs> Mr. Matt Templin. What's up, buddy? What is up, man? Happy retirement. Happy retirement to you. So we were both in cover bands. We both retired from cover bands yeah. to do other other passions uh, that we have. So I wanted to, you know, throw it out to you that and way. Just, and just relatively get some sleep. That's <laughs> just not even sleep. Sleep at normal times. Yeah, yeah. Normal sleep. Yeah, um, my, my wife wasn't used to seeing me before like noon uh, before I got out of the band on the weekend. So it's it's nice. I get to see my kids. Yeah, I get to realize that there's like full days of sunlight rather than just like, <laughs> like va like vampire, like like don't don't come in my window, bro. It's like being uh, on a bender for five years. That's it. It was I mean, it was it was just nonstop. So I'm excited you're joining me tonight. I'm excited to have you on. It is Eagles kickoff week. Eagles Woo! kickoff week. <sighs> it's been a long off season. I am excited. I am excited to talk some some Philadelphia Eagles with you because when we sat here last, um, we were not discussing happy happy times. No, no. It, you know what's funny is the last time you had me on, it was it was still cold out. I was wearing a hoodie. I feel like I, I I'm, like <laughs> Buble, I'm like Michael Bublé. I come out of retirement, come out of hibernation to talk Eagles. Like that's it. Um, yeah, man. The other sports teams are so miserable. It's uh, I have to focus on just the Eagles. And I mean, and they are. They, they are. <laughs> I limit the pain, man. That's yeah. That's that's what I've learned getting older. <laughs> um, shout out to Bird Gang Thirty One. I was on his show last night. It was a lot of fun. Another another positive friend in the uh, the podcasting world. So what's up? What's up? What's up? Let me pay some bills real quick. Let me do the things. We have a lot of fantastic sponsors here at AATSN. All of the links obviously are in the bio. So make sure you're checking it out. Uh, obviously, subscribe Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff. Let us know when you go. Let. We'll let you know when we go live if you subscribe. Um, statement games, fun, free twist on fantasy sports. Check it, check it, check it. Oddsjam.com. Use the arbitrage calculator to not lose money for all my gamblers up in here. The AATbirds.com slash shop. A ton, a ton of new great designs. I'll show you some of them uh, where you can get your AATbirds slash AATSN swag. Um, 99jersey.com. Check it out. AATbirds20 for the 20% discount at checkout. 
Uh, we are sponsored by La Terrain Luxury Watches. Use the code AATBIRDS at checkout for 10% off. And Matt Templin's favorite, oh, man. manscaped.com. Saving it's my part marriage. of the AAT Birds. Love it. I'm not listen. I know it's your favorite, and you can use the code AAT Birds for 20% off and free shipping at checkout because your balls will thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I I love I love their commercials, man. I love everything that they're given to to you guys in these scripts. It's great. Oh hey, my god. Guys, I, if you guys haven't checked it out, I no like I'm not paid by by Manscaped. <laughs> I have no real affiliation with, with AATSN. But man, I'm telling you, I, I did it. I loved it. Uh, just make sure you read the instructions. <laughs> that's, that's all. They've got a lot of great stuff. That. They got a lot of great stuff. You definitely have to check it out. Um, and I have to record a new commercial tomorrow. So look for a new commercial dropping this week Can't because, uh, you know, now it's, now it's September. So I have to talk about first off the back to school one, which is really weird because I'm a teacher. Mm. Um, and they use phrases like the phrase valedictorian. It's after nine o'clock. So I can say that, um, Love it. And then just September related fall things. Um, so make sure you are checking them out. And plus, Mr. Templin, sir, what would you like to promote? Because you have a fantastic business yeah. that I am a huge fan of. Yeah. So we uh I I, I now that I'm retired, I have hold on, wait, let me of... let me give you your full hold on, hang on, hang on. Oh okay, go. <laughs> That's a good thing. I, I I tricked it up a little bit today. Well, listen, now that I'm retired. We started doing some custom helmets here through templates. You can check us out at templates or at templates underscore custom underscore helmets on IGI. Check us out. If you guys are looking for something for your man cave, let me know. Hit me up. I'll hit you up with a cost. You know, we try to fit it within your budget. You can do anything you want. It can be Eagles, Steelers, Chargers, any team that you can think of except for the Cowboys. No Cowboys. No Cowboys. Hell yeah. Say that again. Yeah. Say it again. It's my number one rule. No cowards. Uh, but yeah, hit us up. Check us out. Hit me up um, on Twitter directly at, at @tempdaddy, and I'll uh, I'll point you in the right direction. Yeah, and those links are also in the bio um, for both Matt and Matt's business. So make sure you're checking them out. Yes, my wife chiming in. The scripts are gold. And in fact, my friends, you get to actually see the misses tonight. We're going to explain later on what's going to be happening. Um, but the, the missus is going to be a part of our show for the next couple of, of months because it's, it's football season, y'all. It's football season. Um, Amen. Amen. And Matt, I know, the Phils win on a Monday. So, again, it holds true. On Mondays, Philadelphia sports teams do well, and it has to be simply because chips and dishes on the air. Um, it had nothing to do with me today except for the fact that they dominated. Um, but, yes, and the cowgirls do suck. We talked about that last night. 100%. Agree. Can't agree more. Speaking of things that suck, let's talk about Ben Simmons. Because here on all about the uh, AATSN and Chips and Dish, we cover all sports. Real simple question. Matt, I'm going to let you take first swing at it. What are your thoughts on Ben Simmons and all the drama that has ensued? Can he come back or is he about to go the way of Carson Wentz and Nolan Patrick and all the other, they were mean to me, Philadelphia sports athletes? Isn't it a weird new thing in Philadelphia like I don't know what's going on and it's not the fans I'll tell you that much uh I mean we we're the same old fans you know we're the same old 700 level type uh -huh. fans that they've had for 50 60 years man I, I think it's uh -huh. this generation I hate to say it because I sound like the old grumpy man but it's this generation man yes 
the participation. Matt, exactly. Trophy. Exactly. Matt Temblin at Matt Cans. Exactly. Participation trophy generation. Well, you know what? And I'm going to, I'm going to take this. Uh, I'm going to make a little uh, connection here because I know you're a big Ted Lasso fan. I am a Ted Lasso fan. I, 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 I look forward to my Friday nights. I look forward to Ted Lasso. And the first thing I thought of when, uh, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen this week's, but uh, Nathan um, becomes kind of a, a, the wonder kid, right? Through social mm-hmm. media, people are propping him up. And you can see that it builds him up. He, he builds confidence. But then once people start giving him grief, he becomes this complete asshole, right? And asshole. I, think I think that's what we're seeing now with these with these athletes like Ben Simmons, like Rager, even to a lesser extent, like yeah. uh, like Carson Wentz. They're in these little tiny markets, like um, what Ben Simmons came from, like Australia at one point. He came from Australia, um, played at LSU. Everything right. that he did in college was all about making the money and moving on to the NBA and right. being Mister Primetime LA. Well, and Wentz came from North Dakota, Ragers at TCU. All these guys are propped up on this pedestal year after year from probably middle school all the way through college. And then they get into a huge market like Philadelphia or New York, and it eats them alive when when they get criticism. And I think that's what we're seeing now. And I think it's a lot more relevant to these guys because of social media. Yes. Well, when we were growing up, like Seth Joyner didn't have to deal with Twitter, right? Or Eric Allen didn't have to deal with Twitter. Allen Iverson didn't have to deal with Twitter. Um, and I think that's what we're seeing. I think we're seeing a new breed of athlete that just can't handle the pressure because I think they're exposed more. I, I think what it also is, and you know, just another name to kind of add to that list, and you, you know, Reese Hoskins, right? I, I love Reese Hoskins. Yeah. But He's somebody who's like, well, the media needs to chill out. Like, you have to report both ways. And I agree with him, but you don't exactly get a lot of credentials when you played for Sacramento State. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I just, right. he played for Sacramento State. He was a fifth round draft pick. He made, like, he, I need athletes to be tougher. And yeah. the other thing is, like, sitting here with social media, with Facebook, with Twitter, with Instagram, we have this, as humans, a false sense of a megaphone where we believe, and I'm guilty of it too, because again, I run a sports podcast with my own damn name in it. We believe that everybody wants to hear our opinions. And if they do, great. And if they don't, that's okay too. But we believe that everybody wants to hear our opinions. We have lulled ourselves into this false sense of importance. Not saying that we're not important, but a false sense of that you want to hear what I have to say. Right. Yeah. And I think with these athletes, they're hearing it from everywhere and they're, you know, they're, they're going through the social media and, oh, this person sucks. This person sucks. And you can really do one of two ways. You can either go screw you and I'm going to do better or you go get me out of here where they're going to be nicer to me. So, you know what, Ben Simmons, go to Portland, go to Portland. I don't care. Well, if you want to go to a small market that doesn't give a shit and you can just kind of like drift through and not deal with yeah. cool, but but that's not what we want here. And and anyone who used to play here in the non-social media days will say, listen, you'll get you'll get grief. But if you just play and you do well and you are not afraid to take shots or you work on your actual shots that are not in an empty gym, um, you know, like we we'll lay off, man. Just just prove it on the field. What up, Scooby? Scooby, you're on the air, bro. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's that's the problem is that. These guys are overexposed, and I get it. it like it's got to be hard. I, I'm sure. It I'm sure it is because you're 
you're, we're all so connected and there's no real way to escape it. Right. Uh, but it's also the reality of the sport they play. They're getting paid a lot of money to put that. A lot. They're, they're getting paid a lot of money to, to just push that away and focus on their jobs. And I think that's what we need to start focusing on in Philadelphia when we're looking for athletes is are people mentally tough? I mean, look what, look what Deuce and those rumors came out with Darius Geis during the pre-draft mm-hmm. interview. I mean, they jab at these guys and, and listen to and how they, they should. And, and they should. Exactly. And that's how we should be looking at athletes for all markets, not just Philadelphia, but I'm sure they're having the same issues in New York and Boston. Right. And that's, that's the thing. Like we talk about the Philly mentality, you know, the, the snowball mentality. like, first off, stop with the snowball thing. Yes. We threw snowballs at Santa Claus. He was wearing a Cowboys hat. Like go fuck. He deserved it. Um, He deserved it. it. But it was also in like what the 1970s, the eight, like shut up, like let it go. You have fights breaking out everywhere all over the country, and it's just somehow gets pivoted back to, well, the Philadelphia fans were snowballs. The, the, Ni- the Niners and Raiders aren't allowed to play each other anymore because too many people got stabbed last time. That's what I'm but saying. They don't, they don't talk about that. I don't know. So, like, Ben Simmons for me, and the fact that we've seen it so much in Philadelphia over these last couple – like I said – Carson Wentz, Nolan Patrick, Ben Simmons. These are yep. all people who were drafted with exceptionally high expectations. Yep. And you know what? They they didn't live up to it. So and how you high have two did you choices. feel about Philly sports at that time? That's, that's you feel great. About, that is the worst part about all of this for me is, is not that they didn't pan out, but that like all of them didn't pan out, right? Like the, All the, of them didn't pan I remember, out. I remember sitting there in like 2017 and just going, like and talking to my dad and just saying, dude, we are set in all four sports. Like we have, I think we have our core, like we can move forward. We can be the next, you know, Boston that had the Bruins and the Patriots uh-huh. and stuff winning championships. And I thought for sure, I would have, I would have bet a billion dollars on it that said we were going to, we were going to be that next great sports city. And it, I, and, but I here's think, the, we are, we are a great sports city. We Ooh, are look like like my wife. She she chimed in here, and she's right. You know, as fans, we'll let you know if you if you're working hard or not. We want our players to do their best, and when they're half-assing it, we let them know. Conversely, if they're doing an amazing job, we praise them like no other. That's what Philadelphia oh, yeah. is. I couldn't I couldn't say it better myself. Yeah, but Ben Simmons surrounds himself with people who are like, yeah. but that's you're doing great, Ben. You're doing great. Your whole life, and that's the problem is that. These guys get propped up from mm-hmm. from middle school all the way through yeah. college. They don't deal with adversity. And I think that's another problem is that these guys, you know, college sports have become so big. Yes. That they just, they don't know how to lose. They don't know how to deal with adversity. And it's uh, tough. It's these guys. Yeah. You know, I, I feel bad. I feel, you know, I, I coach Pee Wee and like, I, I, I lost my ever loving mind at our first scrimmage because the, the seven-year-olds weren't executing. And I had to take a step back and go, what am I doing with my life? You pull a Trent I am Dilfer. having veins pop out right now. You pulled a Trent Dilfer. And, and I spiked my hat. Hey. Hey. Did you kick some dirt too, like an umpire? I didn't. It was a, it was a turf umpire. field, so I didn't get the opportunity. <laughs> but my own kid is running at quarterback, and he goes the wrong way and just stands there and loses 15 yards on a, on a quarterback keeper. And I take my hat, and I spiked it down. I'm like – what am I doing in my life here? I'm like, I, I, someone else has got to come call the offense. Like, I, I got to call him passion, man. It's passion. It is a passion, but it was also a little scary at the time. But I'm at least committed to it. Ben Simmons standing in a gym 
taking jump shots against an absolute scrubs and going into the media and going, well, I would like, I would like out. I would, I, I, I want out of Philip. Then fine. Cool. Go. Yeah. Go. Good riddance, man. And, and, and unfortunately I feel the waste with, uh, with Wentz, dude. It breaks uh-huh. my heart. I thought, I thought Wentz was a man, dude. I spent way too much money on an authentic Wentz jersey. Cause I was like, this guy's going to be it for the next 15 years. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and, it's uh, you. You know how big of a Wentz fan I am, and uh, you're huge. And I noticed how he's not was. behind you anymore. Well, yeah, he's been replaced by Jeremiah Trotter because you can't. That's, that's and that's a safe pick, by the way. That is, it is. Uh, but it, it and it breaks my heart, man, because now I can't stand him. And it's the same thing. It's same thing with Ben Simmons. I went yeah. from loving the dude to absolutely hating him because he can't. He's not tough. When when Kobe Bryant on draft night says. Ben Simmons is going to regret not developing a jump shot at the end of his career. He but, called that when he got drafted. He said he's got to well, so what? He's got to be in the gym at like five a.m. Nah, three a.m. Like Kobe Bryant's calling you out. You don't get more L.A. than Kobe Bryant. But meanwhile, he's like, look at my car, look at my bottle of wine from LeBron. Look, I'm getting a haircut. Look, I'm in a gym shooting with my buddies. Oh, I made this three-pointer. I'm so like, dude, you won't you refuse to do it in a game. You absolutely refuse to do it in a game. I am not dealing with regular season Ben. First off, off-season Ben Simmons. He looks like he's working hard, but I'm not going to be fooled for a third straight year by this. Regular season Ben Simmons, he'll put up some numbers and you know get himself some value. And then playoff Ben Simmons disappears like like a meerkat. Dude. And, well, and even look at – I mean, you get – dude, I'm at a loss for words uh, because it's the same thing with, with Wentz. I mean, you can make – It this, is. They are as close to – they're as similar as you can be for playing completely different sports. And it's it's kind of crazy because I, people are going to look at it and be like, oh, to your point, Philly fans, they're too, they're too tough. Okay, we are. No, no. It's the athletes are too soft. And that's my issue. 100%. Philadelphia is a city that loves sports that will give you every bit of passion. But if you won't take a layup that even I could have made, like in that playoff game, I could have made that shot. I would not have passed up that shot. Yeah. But you go, well, why are you guys all being mean to me? Because the way you dis- you became such a liability on offense that we couldn't even put you on the court to yeah. play your superb level of defense. And he could be so dominant, too. He's so big. He's so fast. He's so gifted. He's so good on defense. I, I just don't understand why – if he just drove to the hoop, I don't know, 30% of the time, we'd be killing teams. I, I have so said crazy. multiple times a really Shoot. easy solution in my mind on how he can come back. Because I do not feel like he can come back. Like like Don's saying, yeah, he is gone. literally the same player that he was when he got drafted, and I agree. Um, and – Thank you, Adam. I am rocking my Super Mario Brothers shirt. Right. So, but here's my here's my issue with with Ben Simmons. If if the issue is he refuses to take a jump shot and they can just collapse in on the paint and he can stand out there at the three point line and nobody's around him and then I mean literally do nothing. There's a really easy solution. You require Ben Simmons to shoot ten jump shots per game. If he does not shoot ten jump shots in a game, then the next night he doesn't start. And he still has to shoot 10 jump shots in a game, but he only gets to play the second, third, and fourth quarters until he gets it through his goddamn mind that he is going to shoot the goddamn ball. 
Max, we are talking about him because we talk about all of the teams, and it's been a solid two weeks since I absolutely ripped on Ben Simmons. Hi, Max. Good to see you, buddy. Really, really good question, though, Max. <laughs> it's a great question. And, in fact, I'm done talking about Ben Simmons. I've already given him 20 more minutes than I wanted to. So let me talk about the Philadelphia Phillies and the bullpen game because I am ready to lose my ever-loving mind off of this. So, first off, going into right now, the Philadelphia Phillies are a game and a half out of first place in the NL least. Because, my God, you want to talk about yet another shitty division that Philadelphia plays in. The Eagles play in the NFC East. They're terrible. The Phillies play in the NL least. I do not understand how a division is so bad. First off, shout out to the Mets for being 69 and 69. Good to see you, right? The Braves are one and a half games ahead, and they had a monster game today, right? And Matt, I understand that they set it up to set up the rotation for the rest of the season. I get it. I am at my wits end with Girardi. The fact that you are even allowed to play a game, the fact that you are even allowed to play a game where you pitch nine relief pitchers, the game takes four and a half hours to play, nine relief pitchers, and you leave, you're lucky. You are lucky that Zach Wheeler went out and pitched the way he did, although they pulled him after six innings. He was absolutely dominant, and they pulled him after six innings. Why? To give the Phillies bullpen a rest? Nah, 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 nah. Not at all. They pitch Hector Neris again. They pitch Matt Moore. You're telling, look, I am not a Matt Moore fan at all. I think he is an absolute garbage dumpster fire of a piece of crap pitcher. But you're telling me that your fifth starter can't be your long-term reliever, your, your long inning reliever, your Matt Moore. Matt Moore is good for a long inning release situation. So you start him. You don't start Connor Brogdon on the mound. You don't start Sam Coonrod on the mound. These are not starting pitchers. This is an abomination that they were allowed to win that game yesterday. And Max, exactly like you said, you can't beat the Marlins, who are one of the worst teams in baseball, but you wipe the floor with an almost 90-win Brewers team. Why? Because the Phillies, like most Philadelphia sports teams, are playing down to the level of their opponents. And it's no wonder that or you're up. barely at 500. Or up. In this situation, they played up. They got their ace on the mound. They hit the ball all over the place. They, they won today very, very handily. But you have constantly, constantly played to the level of your opponents instead of just going out there and doing what you're supposed to do. You're not going to win every game. I get that. I am aware of that fact. But for the love of God, you can't find five guys to starting pitch for this team. You can barely find four. Look, I know Eflin's hurt. I get it. I get it. But you got Wheeler, every other start, Nola, right? You've got uh, Gibson, who's pitching very well. He was a steal. And then who are your other two? Ranger Suarez, who has been pitching very well, but they keep pulling him early. So the night before the bullpen game, you pull Ranger Suarez because his arm was a little sore. Again, he's a pitcher. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But before a bullpen game, first off, the phrase bullpen game was stupid. It was stupid. Ricky Batalico during the post game yesterday looked like he wanted to have an absolute aneurysm. He said they didn't deserve to win this game. They shouldn't be allowed to run this game. The fact that Major League Baseball wants to speed up the game and this was allowed to happen is an abomination. And I agree. Now, that being said, they're a game and a half out of first place. I'm really cool with that. Just wild. <laughs> so wild. Well, 
you know what? It, we take for granted those days where we had the four aces, man. I, yes. It, it's, we took it for granted. I know I did. I don't know if everybody I did, that, but I sat there and I was like, Hey, these guys are fun to watch. And bar two C two. Dude, it was awesome. And I, I miss those days so much where we had what? Three, four, sometimes five pitchers that could go out there and, and pitch eight to nine innings. Yes. <laughs> we didn't even need a bullpen. Um, we and we we know that baseball has changed. Like you know, and we we've said this on this show and any other show I've been on. We know that it's no longer typically your starter goes seven. Then you've got your your middle reliever, your setup guy, and then your closer. Like who is the Phillies closer? Because Hector Neris comes in sometimes. Ian Kennedy comes in sometimes. Who is the closer? Well, you know, Matt what? Moore came in today. <laughs> And this has been an issue for three years now, at minimum. I mean, we've it's it's like the Eagles every year is that we just every every one of our teams has a, has a deficiency that we go yes. five seasons, ten seasons not addressing. And I don't understand it. I don't understand. It's been the bullpen think, for this team. But you would under you would think that you should collect as many starting caliber caliber pitchers as you possibly can. Yeah, I'd rather beat a team three nothing than, you know, twelve eleven. Right, exactly. And look, I, but I wanted because the eleven nothing is not consistent, right? You do not consistently get eleven runs out of first off any offense, but especially this offense. You're lucky to scrape two or three. So you need to have consistent starting pitching, and then after that, you need to have. Two to three consistent bullpen guys that are able to go out. This whole, well, he threw 26 pitches tonight. He can't go tomorrow. Shut the hell up. Go out and pitch. You threw 26 pitches. You can go out and pitch. You can go out and pitch. If you were telling me you were going to pay me a cool million to go out and pitch an inning a night, bro, I don't care if it's 50 pitches. I don't care. I mean, if it's it's 50 pitches, I'm probably not making a million dollars in an inning. Let's, Let's call it like it is. Um. Max, we're going to talk about analytics tonight because it has to deal with my picks for the week. Um, and yes, we did win in 2008 because we have four guys you can rely on night in, night out. And when we needed a closer, Lidge was the guy. Exactly. Exactly. And yes, like Matt Can says, we can't draft or develop. And we have had many high draft picks that have been wrong. Wrong draft picks. And Adam, I know everybody on my show knows my love of the fullback. I want the fullback. Just like in baseball, you don't have the closer anymore. You don't have the setup guy. You don't have the lefty specialist. You just have guys. You just have guys. You have, you have guys that can pitch. Football needs the fullback back. Personal opinion. Um, Dude, Mike Allstadt, Mike Allstadt has to be, and we'll get into this some other time. Yeah. Mike Allstadt might be my favorite non-Eagles player of all time. Just throwing it out there for anybody. Yeah, wanted to know Mike Allstott. Mike Allstott made Madden's cover and then disappeared off the face of the earth. That's Peyton absolutely. Hillis. What's Peyton that? Hillis, brother? Yeah, wow. Mike oh, Peyton Hillis too. Peyton Hillis Mike too. Allstott on the cover of Madden, I believe so. Oh, mate, I know Peyton Hillis was. I you know that's how much I actually confused the two, <laughs> the, the two white fullback running backs. Yeah, and the fullback is why Peterson exactly. You need to have somebody back there who can block. And that's why I like the fact that the Eagles are, you know, keeping Jack Stoll, at least for the time being, because they had him lining up with some fullback. So we might see some fullback um, 
It's my season fullback this season. So let me ask you this, because you have mentioned that you are kind of um, a, a casual Phillies watcher at this point. You know, now that we're getting into September, October at all, you're, you're, you're casually getting it back into it. But do the Phillies want to win? That's the unfortunate part is I think they do want to win. I just don't think that the owners have put enough thought and effort into it. I, I they they said they were going to spend stupid money a couple years ago. They they brought in Harper. They brought in Real Muto, but they they know for a fact that they need pitching. There's you can't look at that team and say we don't need pitching. No one is that dumb. It's just that they didn't feel like they needed to address it. I think they thought that their offense was going to be able to compensate for their deficiencies, and I think they bet wrong. <laughs> I mean, obviously yeah. they bet wrong, but. If you just brought in one, two, maybe three more guys that could pitch, the Buccaneers edition. That's where he was. I knew I'd seen no it. Way. I knew I'd seen it somewhere. Wow, you just Go blew ahead. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think if they just if they had spent a little bit more time, effort, and money into finding one or two more pitchers, they'd be in a much better position. But the right pitchers, Chase. Anderson and Matt Moore were never going to be good pitchers in this rotation. So the top three guys were what they were. And then you relied on two guys that were not good pitchers. But isn't this the same thing we say about every Philly sport? I, I, again, every Philly sport. It's like, yeah, well, you know, the, the complaint about Wentz was that we, so we, we, but we did put weapons around him. Yes, but they weren't the right weapons. It was JJ Ortega Whiteside. It was Diller who looks like he can't block. Like, but this is a constant problem that we have with management in all of our franchises is that they they do the right thing. They just don't do it well. They're just not ever the right people ever. And even if you bring in some of these guys, you have to develop them. Look, Gabe Kapler is having success out in San Francisco. Why? Because it's a different mentality out there. If you come to Philadelphia, you have to be ready to, to obviously take the heat, which I don't think Girardi is even though he coached in New York. Yeah. But he already had all the pieces with him. He had surefire Hall of Famers. He doesn't have that here. So he actually has to manage this ball club. And a lot of the choices that he makes are the wrong choices. And I don't know how to fix that. I, I, I truly feel, and I've kind of been on this bandwagon now for a couple of weeks, that if where the Phillies are right now, if the Phillies do not make the playoffs this season, I think you have to have a conversation about firing Joe Girardi. Now, I also think he's going to get one more season no matter what, but I think if with this lineup, your Bryce Harpers and your Hoskins for most of the seasons and players like Torrey is coming out of nowhere, um, Didi Gregorius playing where he's playing, Gene Segura playing above his level. I mean, I think that if – he doesn't make the playoffs. You have to have a conversation about firing him. There's now the comments. Woo! Comments yeah. are coming in. Don agrees. Matt says, who do you bring in? I don't know. Doug That's Pearson part of the thing. I don't know. And Max, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know who you bring in. Doug Peterson. He's out there. Sure. Doug Peterson, right? Philly, Philly. And my wife's saying from the other room, he's going to get one more season. And I think he will. I just don't know if he should. But I think if you fire Girardi, you also have to fire the GM. Because 
He's not providing you with the pieces you need, and he's not allowing you to do what you need to do. This team is being mismanaged, yes. And, Max, I agree. I think the bigger issue is the front office not bringing in the pitchers and not actually having any help in the farm system to do anything at all. I don't want to go to Reading Phillies games right now. I don't want to go to the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs because those guys all suck. They all suck real bad. I want to go to the Reading Phillies for Harry Potter night, but... They're not good. They're not good at all. What about the guy the Phillies hired who said that the farm system for Philly is great for Pitt? No. Hired. No. The farm <laughs> system sucks. Yelling at you. Did you today. hear that from the other room? No. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I've got a great microphone. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. All right. It's, it's a shame, man. It really is. Uh, it, I feel like this offense could be so good if they just had support. If they just had a, a, a team that could – or a team of pitchers that could just keep them below five runs. Yes. And like, go longer than five and, innings. Yeah. You are relying on a garbage bullpen way too much. The yeah. fact that there's even nine guys in the bullpen to all pitch yesterday with a couple on layaway was mind boggling. And then I started thinking as the game endlessly dragged on, like what if this goes further into extra innings? Do we have enough guys? What happens if Wheeler is only able to go two innings tomorrow? What happens? Like, there were so many questions, and none of them were answered by having a bullpen game. That should not be allowed. They're talking about, you know, speeding things up, and now relief pitchers have to pitch to three batters before they get pulled, which changes baseball. And you're talking about the extra innings where the runner starts at second base, and that changed baseball. Allowing nine relief pitchers to pitch a game is not okay. And some of them came in for a third of an inning. That's one batter. But see, this is why I got away from baseball. This is why I stopped watching baseball. It's not, it's not the same game, man. I say just bring on the steroids. Let these guys <laughs> hit, let these guys hit like 15 Cork games. the bats. Cork the bats. Give them, I'd say metal bats, but they'd kill someone. But, yeah, let steroids back in the game. Mark McGuire, Sosa, those guys, that's when, that's when it was fun, dude. Let's just it, but it was fun. I remember that summer explicitly. Yeah. But that that's not what baby is anymore. And like analytic and their shifts and there's they're they're taking out pitchers. These guys don't hit for home runs. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper should not be bunting the baseball. Ever. Ever. He's your best hitter. Why is Bryce Harper bunting the baseball to get out to strand JT Romuto at third? So that multiple Bryce Harper's your best hitter, is your MVP candidate. What but Matt, I, I see that, right? Joe was mad about that, but so was Bryce Harper. Someone had to call that. Yep. So bigger question is who called for your best hitter, your franchise player, to bunt the ball and get your ducks in a row. Right? He shouldn't. Tila. Jesus Christ, Tila. You are killing it. Killing For it. those it's of you listening later on, my wife just put a comment up saying Bryce Harper shouldn't even be eating bunt cake. Awesome. And that's going to go for comment of the night, sponsored by Manscaped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I. There is no lie. There is no lie. I, I want this Phillies team to do well, but I think the other issue is you looked at that, and, and they, they said this last night at, at the postgame. You look at Miami, 
There is absolutely no passion in that stadium. There was so many open seats. It was not, you have to provide your own excitement. You have to want to win the game. And that's why my question is, do they even want to win? Are they busting it down the line? Are they saying, no, coach, do not take me out. I'm going to pitch the sixth inning, Ranger Suarez. Or you go, oh, my arm is a little tired. Like, come on now. And yes, Max, it is favoritism, but you cannot argue that that comment was outstanding. Okay. Bryce Harper shouldn't bunt. He shouldn't even be eating bunt cake. That was fantastic. Impartial um, voter here. That should that should be tops. There you go. Chips and Dish, live from Miami's ballpark. Listen, I'll go anywhere. We're going to start be taking this show on the road pretty soon. At least the uh, AATSN weekly pregame show. We're going to talk about that at the end. Um, but, but again, I, I think the Phillies can win. And as Don said a couple comments ago, if you had told me that a couple days into September, they'd be a game and a half in the first place, I would absolutely taken it. But at this point, if they don't win the division, and now they're even in the wild card conversation, if they don't make the playoffs, you have to figure out what's wrong and actually fix it. Because Bryce Harper is not going to keep sticking around here to not be a competitor. Now, what what's worse in your mind? A, a team that – well, I, I think I know the answer to this. Uh, okay. But a team that doesn't want to win and is, and is soft by saying, hey, my arm hurts, I don't want to play. Or a team that is that, – that generally thinks that this is okay and it's just not good enough. Both are not a problem or both are a problem. Excuse me. Both <laughs> are a, I was like, what am I saying yeah. there? I was going to say both are not okay. And it came out. Both are yeah. not a problem. Both are an issue. If you are sitting here complacent, that's a problem. And if you are sitting here going, well, this is fine. I can live with this. Like that's a problem too. You've got, I, I think I, uh, I, this goes I, back to what we were saying about Carson Wentz and and, and 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 Ben Simmons and Nolan Patrick. If you do not care, we are going to eat you alive here in Philadelphia. But That's it. The difference between the Phillies and the other and, and these other teams is that it's not the stars that are blowing it. It's these. It's the role players in, in baseball and in this particular league now that can make the difference. It's it's your bullpen. It's your pitching. That's why the Yankees aren't very good this year. Um, you know, they're 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 the bullpen can make or break your team. And it doesn't matter. Yeah, and we've seen that for seasons now. We've we've seen it for 20 years. <laughs> we've seen it ever since 2009. We, we've seen it for seasons now. And it's funny that Matt Can't you put this comment up because I'm pretty sure you put this exact comment up at the end of the Eagle season last year. Right? I think that winning the division puts a band-aid on the problems. I still want to win it, but the similarities here are eerie. I, I did. But that's Philadelphia sports. We play to the level of our opponent. We are, are not currently at a place where we excel and want to excel. We are okay with being okay. That's the best way I can think to put it. We are okay with being okay. I, I, I will say I have to give Reese and these guys credit. I, I don't yes. think – they are not okay with it. Like Reese and Bryce, they are not okay with what is happening, but unfortunately they don't, they can't do anything about it other than what they're already doing. I mean, Bryce is having borderline MVP season, but if, if your pitchers can't, if your pitchers can't pitch and they can't go more than six innings, it doesn't matter. Do. You can't be the best player on a garbage team. To your point, he's going to, I mean, he signed, he signed a 14 year contract. I don't know what it looks like to get out of that, but. You start to wonder if if your stars are going to want out of here. Is Real Muto going to want to come back? 
I mean, he's here for five seasons. Now he's going to be four, but he's going to start transitioning over to first base because that's where catchers with bad knees go. And he's not even catching for all these guys. Like, look, I I love JT Ramuto, but he has not had a superior season. He is, he's been okay. He's been okay. These guys have been okay. Bryce Harper has gone through the ups and downs all season. Now he's playing at an MVP level, but before he was just okay. So I'm, I'm definitely struggling. Um, Listen, I'm here if you want to talk, man. You have my number. Give me a call. We'll have I might need it. And yes, Johnny, (laughs) I agree. Tampa says it all. You do not need to win with the Stars in baseball. You just need a team to do their roles. And right now, that's not what's happening. And yes, Don, it is why the city loves the TJ McConnells and the Nick Foleses of the world. You go in, you put everything on the line, and you win because it's what you need to do. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. Give your body to us. That's it. That's all we have. Lay it on the line. And yeah. speaking of the Nick Foleses, let's transition one more time to Uh-oh. some other sports. It is Eagles kickoff week. Let's get it popping. Expectations and thoughts. So, last night I was on Bird Gang 31's um, YouTube stream, and I talked to one of the most positive people I've ever talked to in my entire life. Oh, helmet's coming on. Helmet's coming on. Let's go Let's go full screen on this real quick. <laughs> I'm buckling up, baby. I'm ready right? to go. We were on this live stream, and we were. T- <laughs> that is a uh, Templids original. Ready to Templids go. Original. We're going to talk more about that in a couple minutes. Um, and we're having this conversation. I'm like, look, I I love the Eagles. I, I just I have some questions about things that are going to happen. I don't know if they're ready. And he was very positive about it. He has this team winning twelve games this season. To which I responded, I got it at seven. Wow. I have a seven-win yeah. team. Um, you are definitely, and yes, we, we got Max is saying under six and a half. Um, Johnny, we already had this conversation off the air. We're going to have this conversation again. Um, I'm going to have you send some things over to, to Matt so we can get some AAT bird helmets. Matt is saying he's got it at four. So let me ask you this because, Matt, you are, again, one of the most positive Eagles fans I know. What have you liked about this offseason? What are your thoughts on the upcoming season? Is Jalen Hurts the guy? I mean, tell me all, all, all of your Eagles thoughts. I'm even going to spotlight you again. <laughs> I Listen, I, I am I am optimistic uh, generally every year. And it, there's a lot of things to be really excited about. There's a lot of things to be really optimistic about. I, I, four wins, uh, That's that's a little harsh. Uh, I, I don't – they're definitely going to be better than last year. I mean, there's no way to be worse. They were playing with the worst quarterback and the worst offensive line situation, and they still managed to win four games. So I, I'm going to go over four. I'm not going to go. Okay. I'm not going to go 12 wins. I think that's ambitious. Um, but I think the seven to nine is realistic, right? And that's uh, okay. It, you know, because you're coming off of a four win season, right? And that's. I, I think that's. We have to temper our expectations uh, with Hertz first and foremost. I, I'm really I. I have to say I. I was a big Wentz guy, and we had this conversation last year that mm-hmm. if they think her if they think Hertz is the guy, and they can set themselves up uh, for success with him, they are going to be in a really good position. Sure, um, and I think that's what I'm most excited about. And I think that's what most people are excited about. Um, 
is Hertz. If Hertz can prove that he's the guy, uh, and, and everything that he's doing up until now says that he is right. Um, you know, he's he's walking the walk, he's talking the talk, at least from a practice standpoint. We haven't really seen him in games, but uh, his teammates love him. He was just voted a captain today. Right. Um, that's pretty wild, man. Uh, that's big. That is big. That's big. And, you know, considering I, the media's perspective of the whole offseason was how many ways can we ask if Sean Watson should be a Philadelphia Eagle? I'm and so Jalen Hurst just went, I'm, I'm ecstatic that it's not. I am ecstatic that it's not. Yeah, I was real but, upset about that. But Jalen Hurts is sitting here going, I'm QB1 until they tell me otherwise. Like, my job is to go out there to compete. Hell yeah. My job is to go out there and compete. But Put like Matt says, until the team plays, I have nothing to go off of. They showed us nothing. They played nobody during – we're healthy, which is great, but we have nothing. So all we have is what they put on paper last season. Yes, but for the, the sickos that follow practice coverage like myself, um, you know, there's some really positive things that are coming out of these dual practices. And, and you're seeing this around the league that that is a much more – important evaluator to some of these coaches, especially sure. Sirianni, um, which we've seen then, then games because you're being put in strenuous positions. You're going against these guys in live reps over and over and over again. And you're seeing starters versus starters. You're not seeing ones versus three, right. Right. So it, it, the way you got to look at it is quarterback. You can't get worse, right? The running back room. Will you can fighting. The wide receivers are young, and if Devontae Smith is who we think he is, you know, we might have, uh, you know, knock on wood, another Justin Jefferson, right? Um, Which would be great. Again, same thing. He's saying all the right things, but that'd be great. But the And the other thing you have to look at from last season, and this is where I start to get more positive than most people, Mm -hmm. is that by having a bad season, by having so many combinations and injuries with um, the offensive line specifically – you now have legitimate depth with starting experience, right? You have a Herbig, you have Brendan Toth, you have, uh, is it Brendan Toth? Toth. Um, Toth, yeah. I forget his I'm, not high, I'm not high on. I am I, not, I am not high on him or Toth. It's Toth. 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 I, I'm not super high on him, but I, I respect him and his path. And we can talk about that another time, but yes, exactly. You have have this depth. The Matt Pryor experiment is over, but you have, you have depth and you have legitimately legitimate experience on the offensive line, which is the second most important thing behind your quarterback. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you look at the defensive line, which everybody's saying is exceptional this year sweat is ready for his breakout season barnett i, I think so for the first time in four years and every you know by all accounts his uh training camp would be much more talked about if it wasn't for the breakout of of sweat hargrave yes. is finally healthy and and ready and used to the four three which is something i brought up last year is that he was mm-hmm. a three, four nose tackle getting used to a one gap scheme right um you know brandon graham's still here fletcher cox is gonna have less double teams because of Hargrave. You know, this uh, Milton Williams. And they're all healthy. Stud. Right. And But that's the biggest and thing. they're all healthy. We are all healthy. We have experience. If those offensive and defensive lines can stay healthy and Hurts can be less shitty than Wentz last year, which is – It's uh, a pretty it, low bar. Right, right. But it's it's a bar. It's the bar we're working with. I, I have no reason not to be optimistic. 
Uh, and I, in- I, I agree with this comment, right? The, the cornerback depth is no bueno. The linebacker depth is not good. You know, we can, we can do that. We can say all of the things that we're worried about. But I judge an offseason very simply. I say, is the team better than what they were at the end of last season? And I think the answer is unequivocally no. yes. This yeah. team is unequivocally better. You know, they, they brought in a starting caliber safety in Anthony Harris. They brought in a starting caliber linebacker in Eric Wilson. They drafted Devonta Smith, who was the best receiver in the draft and the best option. I think that they are unequivocally better than what they were, and they're healthy. I think the offensive line, healthy, is the best offensive line in football. Top five, very least, 100%. But there is a lot of, I mean, I see, again, I see the comments, right? There's no way of knowing. I get that. There's too many new things. I get that. And that's where we get to start playing the games. Isn't that the fun of all this, though? Absolutely. That's why I, I am. This is the first time in years I've been this excited to watch young talent. Yeah. Right. Like I was glued. To, I, I'm a sick again. I'm a sicko, but I like, I loved watching the preseason games. I taped them. I watched them specifically. I, I did. There's nothing to watch. There, there is, if you're looking for the right people. And, and I know again, I'm, I, I'm a sicko, but if you're looking for the young guys that you're, looking to potentially play roles on this team for depth pieces. I, I'm excited about it. I really am. And, you know, quarterback depth has, we talked about this before. It's one of those things that we talk about every three, four, mm-hmm. five years with the Eagles. It's something it's like starting pitching and, and the bullpen for the Phillies, right? It's, we talk about it every year and it never gets fixed, but we got Slay. We've got Nelson. We've got Maddox. We've got, and We've if, got depth there, man. And, it, it and if you depth. think about the successful, the successful Eagles teams that we've had, what do all of them have in common? They've got two corners that are exceptional, right? Or really, really good. You have your Sheldon Brown partnered with your Lido Shepard. You have your Bobby Taylor partnered with your Troy Vincent. Last season, Darius Slay, he had a decent well, season, but every single team could go the other side of the field. Yeah. Well, not to mention they didn't have any safeties. None. Mills was playing. Jalen Mills was not the guy. <laughs> no. And what is? I mean, to be fair, it was his first year playing safety, and I think he did an admirable job. Admirable job, but he's listen. He was a seventh round pick for a reason. Um, I, it, uh, every there are two ways you can look at it, right? With with cornerback and the defensive line, they are very symbiotic positions, right? If you can get home to the quarterback, the cornerback isn't as important. But if Correct. You, but if you have cornerbacks that can hold their own for an extra second and allow that defensive line to get to your quarterback, then you got something, right? Absolutely. And you got Slay and um, and Nelson as legitimate starting quarterbacks and a defensive line that looks like it's going to be pretty fierce. I'm less concerned about linebackers. <laughs> I'm less right. And again, you have linebackers now in Eric Wilson and even – Alex Singleton, who was just captain. voted a team captain. captain, captain Alex Singleton. Like you, you have to love that. This is a guy. No, no. Now here's a guy who. <laughs> but he's, I mean, is he not like the quintessential Philly athlete though? He's perfect. He's like, perfect. He, he is the perfect Philly linebacker. He's the perfect Philly linebacker. And we want to talk about just a great human being. He, he has a sister who has down syndrome. So he does okay. so much with the special Olympics 
yep. that it's like I, my heart melts every time he posts anything, anything on Twitter. Like I would, I would be honored to interview Alex Singleton, yeah. not, having nothing to do with football, just talking about everything that he does as a human being. Yeah. Um, so Alex Singleton, if you're watching, come on in. Um, <laughs> the water is great, but no, see, like this team, Alex Singleton is showing that he's not a fluke, even because he played in the preseason. He was always around the ball. He was a ball hawk. Are there things he has to work on? Yes. Are there things that all of these guys have to work on? Yes. But I think that this coaching staff is also different. This coaching staff has expectations and they are actually coaching. It's not, all right, uh, Quez Watkins, here you go. You weren't supposed to even be on the field this season. And John Hightower, you weren't supposed to be on the field this season, but we have injuries to Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey. So go play. With absolutely zero coaching, zero anything, anything, anything. And they looked lost out there like rookies. Yeah. Sirianni's not that guy. I am so excited to watch Nick Sirianni continue to improve this team. And like I said last night on Bird Gang 31 show, I'm going to judge the season not by wins and losses. Obviously, I want to go 17-0. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would like to go 17-0. What I want to see is I'm going to watch and see on – Sunday, what they put out there. And then I'm going to watch all the games. I'm going to watch the last game of the season. If they get better from the first game to the last game, the season is a success. Hey, can I, can I bring something up that ha- that happened today? Yes. That, that had me, uh, had me with my thinking cap on. Um, Go ahead, sir. What, one of the most intriguing storylines I think of this off season has been the Zach Ertz drama, right? Yes. So it was, it was like a hundred percent, certainty that he would be traded by the draft and then it was mm-hmm. he'd be traded by training camp and then it was during training camp and then it was mm-hmm. well maybe you know what maybe he's here for the long haul he he was very optimistic on his last pre- press conference um he said he squashed some things put it behind him he wants to retire here and now today we're hearing from guys like Ruben Frank and Mike Kay that Goddard's uh extension talks have been put on hold and that they want Mm -hmm. to quote unquote go a different way. What do you think that means? I mean, to me, the writing on the wall there is that, is it Goddard might be out of here and they might be rolling with Ertz and and Jackson moving forward. I, to me, that says that if you look at the long line of successful Philadelphia Eagles tight ends, your Zach Ertz's, your Brent Selleck's. I mean, I mean, your um, uh, Chad Lewis's, Chad Lewis's. I mean, you look and you see a specific type of mold of what has been successful. Dallas Goddard hasn't shown any of those things yet. But he hasn't been he hasn't given been given an opportunity either. Because and of, that's what I think. I don't know if it's, they're going a different direction as much as they're saying. Why are we going to give you this huge contract when last season you had a chance to show out when Ertz was on the sideline and you didn't? So here you go. Your tight end won this season. Maybe. But you need to act it. We're, we're running a lot of 12-man personnel. We're running a lot of two tight end sets. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be an interesting storyline to watch. I, that, to me, is one of the more – fascinating things because it's, I agree. It's, it's reminiscent of the Alshon thing. Like, Oh, there's, there's no way he's going to be on the team. We carry him. He doesn't even go on pup. We waste the roster spot on him. I, I, obviously this is different because it's Zach Ertz. He's a much better player. He's much more um, right. revered 
much much higher. He's loved. Um, yeah, he's, he's loved. loved. Um, so I think it's a different situation, but it's it's this one to me is is probably the most fascinating. Yeah. Um, and and what they're going to do with Derek Barnett and and uh, and Josh Sweat. I think this is the defensive end and the future of that position is going to be really interesting to watch. Um, listen, I I I have. I have a lot of brooding interest in this team this year. Sure. Um, and, and it's the most interested I've been in a team for multiple different reasons, but um, I'm optimistic about the youth and the coaching and, and what they can bring out. Uh, I really do think they could be, you know, I think at their ceiling, they're a 10 win team. I think, yeah. I think at their floor, they're probably a, a six win team, but I expect them to be somewhere in the middle there. I, and, I, and I agree, you know, again, as, as Matt's saying here, there's a lot of dead money just floating around again. Players who are playing for other teams, taking Eagles money um, on paper. I mean, I say a seven win team, but again, now they're going to play the games. They still have to play against all of the NFC East opponents. So there could be a ton of wins coming from there or there could not. I mean, we're going to see. And with that, it is time to start a brand new segment here on Chips and Dish. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to, you're still here, Matt, but I'm going to squink you a little bit. It's all good. It is time. So for any of you that, and, and I'm going to bring her into the frame here. I'm actually going to give her the chair and everything. Um, I know I'm fancy that way. For anybody that was lucky enough to watch our NCAA bracket selection special, you know that my wife, who is a very intelligent, very beautiful woman, um, likes to be a part of the sports stuff. And she, she watches the games and she asks the questions and she knows a lot of shit about sports. So we make our predictions and I base it off of, you know, point guards and, you know, for basketball and, and offenses and defenses and, and run defenses and analytics and all that stuff. And my wife likes to base a lot of her selection off of cheese outfits and where some of her favorite characters from television shows have come from. Um, as Don said, it was gold. So this whole season, we have a prediction sheet that we're going to put up on the screen where we're going to predict the NFL weekly games. And we have reasons why we're picking these games. Mine are football-based. My <laughs> wife's are not. So we're now doing our last segment, which I'm going to say just for purposes of what it does the new weekly pickoff segment is sponsored by Manscaped because um, I can say things like that. So I would like to welcome you to the Chips and Mrs. Weekly Pickoff with Mrs. Chip for the Birds, Tila Keggy. And I know Matt, my wife, is usually right. Yeah. So she gets a headphone. She gets the chair. You have to stand on this side because I have to control the mouse over here. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if I did this right. You did. Can you hear people? Hi. Hi. Oh, I can. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Hi, everyone. And watch the viewership go. Oh, great. There we go. So now the show gets good looking. So Matt, again, I gave you an assignment. I said that we, all right. So yeah, that, that works great. Um, I said to Matt, I'm like, look, I'm going to have you pick a couple games. You feel like you're also going to tie break some of these games. Um, yeah. So I'm going to put this up on the screen. <laughs> and I'm going to show you my picks first. And we can't really see that. Um, so let me zoom in a little bit so we can see just a skosh better. Let's go this. All right, that's good. We can rock with that. So the way it works, and obviously with this first 
week. We don't have a record yet because it's the first week of the season. Um, so obviously the ones that are highlighted are my picks and I will post these picks onto the Twitter so that there is visual and, you know, tangible, touchable proof, um, of these picks. What's that? The Twitter. The the Twitter. The what's, what's on the line here. Am I, are you getting to that or? (laughs) So apparently uh, if you ask Johnny and you ask Jeff, if she beats me this season, she's going to be one of the new co-hosts of the AATSN uh, sports network. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I'm going to be so great. So I kind of want to lose for obvious reasons. Um, so we're going to go game by game. We'll see if we have some differences and we'll look at the reasons. And again, if there are differences, Matt, you have to weigh in with your pick and. And your reason. And your reason and whose reasons are better for their pick. Buckle up. All right. So here we go. Here. Uh, we have our first game starts Thursday night. We have the Bucks and the Cowboys. My reasoning that I am picking the Buccaneers. Um, like Mr. Phil to- <laughs> Chip gets thrown out like Mr. Phil tossing jazz out of the house. Nice, John. <laughs> All right, so that's close runner-up for a second comment of the night. Um, I say the biggest stage, Tom Brady with all of the starters back, this is an easy pick. The wife says Texas ain't it. Texas ain't it. Do you want to elaborate on that at all? I am not a fan of Texas. What else do you need right, to do there? Right no. now. Yeah. I feel like it's a really... Short conversation. Texas ain't it. Texas ain't it. Uh-huh. All right. Next. So we move on. <laughs> we agree. We agree. I mean, I hate the Cowboys, so let's call it. Yeah. Um, I would have gone with Cowboys suck, but yeah. I'll, yeah. Texas ain't Te- it. Yeah, but I mean, they're problematic. So Texas right. is problematic. <laughs> Seahawks and Colts. I have the Seahawks because the Colts have absolutely no clue at quarterback. Um, because we don't know if Carson's going to play. We don't know who his backups are. All his backups are hurt. Seahawks still have an explosive offense. So I have picked the Seahawks. The wife has picked the Seahawks because Carson Wentz, been there, done that. <laughs> I mean, right. I feel like I'm accurate here. It doesn't matter who is going to be a backup for him or what's going to happen. We've walked this line before. We're done with this line. He's pointless. Goodbye. I- I'm sorry. I- I'm done. I'm done with him. <laughs> is, yeah. Is there anything else to say? I was I was real with the well the first the second. So one. so far we're two for two. We right. agree. There will be differences as we go on. Absolutely. Jaguars and Texans. I have the Jaguars. These are two <laughs> terrible teams. At least Trevor Lawrence has been QB one for more than four days, as they just announced the quarterback one over for the Texans. And I totally know who that is. So sure. you agree that it's the Jaguars because she had to quote <sighs> picking between Florida I, and I can do this. Thank you. So basically, if I had to pick between them, I would rather the entire field open up and like a Bane style and then get sucked through. Um, but again, since I believe Texas is problematic, I'm pretty sure that I would prefer where Disney is to 1955. So again, Texas can kiss my ass. So go ahead. So, so far, we're three for three. Which with the is same shocking. I haven't seen yours yet. I know. And I don't see yours until after I put my picks in. Tila is much better at this than you are. That's I what mean, I'm saying. I'm just saying. Um, all right. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. You can't read ahead yet. I shouldn't be showing the, the head part. I got to figure out a way to uncover it slowly. One by one. All right. Uh, Eagles, Falcons. Uh, we got to go this one. Sorry. We got to go Eagles Falcons. I have the Eagles. Eagles have some studs on offense and the Atlanta defense on paper is absolute garbage. Wife says, I believe in the Eagles more than Chip does. 
It's true. Sure. I'm actually shocked that you picked them. Of course I picked them. Because I don't go against the Eagles even if I think they're going to lose just because I think it's sacrilegious. And I, I, I'll take an L for them. But I really th- I believe in the team so far. This, you know, I, I like what I'm seeing, I, which is not a ton, but I like the vibe that I'm getting from them. And that has nothing to do with um, the analytics of the game at all. I just <laughs> like them better. And I think that Zach Ertz being all in right now says a lot to me. So I'm, I'm here for the Eagles. I think the reason that um, we have some of the same picks right now is because we're we're both really intelligent people. And yes, Jason, I know that my wife is way smarter than me. But <laughs> the reason why she beats me every single, every single, everything with the picks is because analytics don't work. I think analytically, and she thinks very differently. So. I, I, I think that when you speak to analytics, you're getting too in-depth with things. And you're not realizing that shit happens in games that you would never expect. I can say shit, right? It's after 10. Okay. Shit, shit happens in games that you don't expect to happen. And then that game that you were so sure you've lost a ton of money or whatever, because you were like, Oh, but I thought, and you're wrong. So, you know, stick to I'm things like cheese. I'm surprised no one uh, brought up the fact that they have Chick-fil-A in their stadium and it's closed on Sundays. Yep. What kind of horse shit is that? Which is like it's the, brilliant. It's brilliant by them. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, Are we on? We're still on Washington. We're now about to be on Washington and the Chargers. Okay. So I think this is where we start to differ. No, uh, we did not. We don't differ, differ here. I have Washington winning this game. I said it's a toss up for me, but I think Justin Herbert struggles with the Washington football team defense pressure all day. The wife also picked Washington because yes, I did. I do love the Chargers. I just happen to think that their costumes are really cute. But I think that Rio would be very upset if I did not pick them. So I purposefully picked Washington just for him. I'm sorry. What do they wear on on their games? Costumes? Outfits? All right, I'm out. Am I wrong? Matt, it's been good to see you, buddy. That's going to end the show tonight. (laughs) Am I wrong? They're called uniforms. Whatever. They're costumes. They put on a show every Sunday. It's fine. Oh, dear God. All right. Um, Steelers and the Bills. We do differ here. Yes, we do. I have the Bills. I said it could be a good game, but I'm high on the Bills this year. And the Steelers are going to go back to throwing exclusively by the third quarter because they get a great new running back in Najee Harris, but they're going to go back to Old Faithful, which is Ben Roethlisberger throwing the ball 806 times in a game. You have selected the Steelers. I hate Ben Roethlisberger. But TJ Watt is so attractive (laughs) that I am willing to put that aside and say that they're going to win. I'm willing to let go of Roethlisberger's rapey behavior for attractive (laughs) TJ Watt. All right, so Matt, you... And wait, hold on. And furthermore... And furthermore... (laughs) When you play the Oregon Trail... All oh right. God, here we go. There are those Buffalo and you have to shoot them. And all of their, their logo makes me think of is dysentery on the Oregon trail. I'm not wrong. I really feel like the bills are going to lose. Oregon trail with lots of, what the hell with lots of NFL fans get the bills as possible. I champions. Dysentery. I can't, but see, this is what I'm talking about. We're, we're going to see, we're going to see, uh, Matt, you have to weigh in here, man. This is your first weigh in your official weigh in here. 
Steelers or Bills in week one yeah. and why? This is a tough one. It is a tough um, one. This is a really tough one because I have no idea what the Bills are going to look like on defense. Um, I, th- I just think the Bills are going to win this one. I think the Bills have a better defense. I think they have a um, championship caliber quarterback. Um, who's home? Uh, that would be the Bills. Yeah. All right. So they got home field advantage. I got Bills. Okay. Right. And, apparently, and apparently everybody in the comment section does too. So we're well, all good. about to eat crow on this one. <laughs> Dude, they, they drafted so well on the defensive line. I, I, I absolutely I totally knew that. <laughs> I knew that. I was like, oh my God, the Bills drafted so well. Yeah, we were talking about really that. Really going out on a limb here. <laughs> All right. Let's just – how about this? Let's focus on the the, the the ones that we have different. We're just going to focus on the ones we have different to kind of speed this up a little bit so that we're not doing this until midnight, although I would. Um, but y'all got to go to work tomorrow. So let's focus on care. the ones that we have different. All right, well, let's just keep going then. All right, yeah, we got to this one. That's true. Uh, all right, so we just did the Bills and the Steelers. So Niners and the Lions. I said the Lions are terrible and will be all season. Niners could be dangerous uh, this season. So I have the 49ers. You have the 49ers. I, I do. I have no opinion on either one of these teams whatsoever. They mean nothing to me. However, if I had to pick one, they have the male of the species on their helmets, and it's really the women that are the hunters. So because of that, I feel like the Lions are going to lose. Okay. <laughs> Vikings and Bengals. I said the Bengals have many good pieces, but not fixing their offensive line was a mistake. Joe Burrows is still going to die back there. Vikings win. You said I the Bengals I because. Did. Tigers are super cute. <laughs> so, are they not cute? They are, are they not? They are totes adorbs. See? Yeah. So, Matt, you have to pick between the Vikings <laughs> and the Bengals and give your reason why. Is it because – the Bengals did not improve their offensive line that they're going to lose, or are they going to win because Tigers are super cute? Joe Burrow is literally afraid for his life in press conferences because his offensive line is such shit, and we don't even know if his his knee's going to hold up. I got to go Vikings. Who do they one. play for? So Who does he play for? Joe Burrow's is a Bengal. Oh, gotcha. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not well, joking about the not like serious, like in depth knowledge here. This is amazing. This is my new I favorite would, segment. I would pay to watch this. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I've paid How for much? Money. How much? I've paid for worse chip. You know that. Yeah. Um, I, I know. Okay. But it's not showing on the screen, so we're still good. I got it. Um, until they rip your heads up. Yeah, this is a good segment. We may have to start doing this as like a special YouTube exclusive each week. Yep. Um, I got opinions on a yo, lot of stuff. You do got opinions. Yeah, this is my this is my new favorite segment. All right. <laughs> Let's uh let's keep it rocking and rolling here. We have next up uh, the Jets and the Panthers. I have the Panthers because Darnold wants revenge and Wilson needs a few games to settle in. You have picked the Panthers. The Panthers because when this isn't West Side Story and when you're a Jet, you're a mess. <laughs> Love it. When you're a Jet, you're a mess. That might be a new T-shirt uh, in the All About the Bird shop for that game that we play against them. Um, All right, good. Let's do it. That's great. When you're a Jet, you're a mess. Uh, Titans and Cardinals. I said Titans are built to dominate this year. Lots of defensive questions for Arizona this offseason. The misses has said the Titans as well because – I don't know anything about the Cardinals. And until today, I really thought that they were strictly a baseball team. <laughs> so, I mean, that doesn't bode well for them. Nah. Well, switching sports, not easy. Yeah. They yeah. are a baseball team. They are right? a baseball team. Okay. Yes, they are. 
Well, then their franchises need to get their shit together. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, yeah, and yes, the Julio factor and the Tannehill factor, and I mean, all those guys are great. The Derrick Henry factor, we get that, and apparently only one of them plays, you know, baseball. Uh, Chiefs and Browns, I said, this one is going to be ugly. The Chiefs are going to smack the first team they come across after losing the Super Bowl. Just happens to be Cleveland. Wife has picked the, the Chiefs, Chiefs as well. Because Big Red Walrus has my heart. I am I wrong? Okay. He he does, and I love him. Got and, it. I dig it. Respect it. And the Browns haven't put out any new um well not the Browns, but Baker Mayfield hasn't put out any new good commercials. So I can't <laughs> get on his side if he's not doing those damn commercials. They are they are pretty well, solid commercials. I was all I love, in. I love the commercials. I was all yeah. in on him playing video Good. games in the stadium, and I, I was all about that. When he now, dropped his keys, I felt that. Oh my god, that, oh, I, felt that. I felt, I felt that. I felt that right in my heart. Um, no, and and Nancy, I agree. You know, don't see the Browns keeping you closer than you think. I understand that, but you have a pissed off Chiefs team. They, they're they're coming for blood, mm-hmm. and and, uh, a, and a much better offensive line. Well, they have an offensive line. They did not have an <laughs> offensive line in the Super Bowl. Um, so here's that. Uh, Dolphins and Patriots. I have the Dolphins. It's an upset pick. I don't like to pick against Bill Belichick, but the Dolphins are more put together as of right now. The misses picked the Dolphins. The Dolphins. I always go against Bill Belichick because he's a dick. <laughs> and also, and also, what are you doing? I'm going you back to look, we're back on the big screen. But you scrolled up. You just said that you hate Bill Belichick. Continue. Yeah, but that wasn't the whole reason. It was because the word Patriot doesn't give me good feels these days. So I'm not all about it, but I do love the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are cute, and they were in Ace Ventura, and I love that still to this day. So I, I'll pick the Dolphins. Snowflake. That's what I'm saying. See? Snowflake. I feel that. They're going to win. Who, so who, and then I'm going to break out all of my Dolphins I picked the Dolphins as well, but not because <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn and Einhorn is Finkel. That would upset Bill Belichick very much. Well, can you imagine how pissed he would be if the laces were not out? No, yo, he 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 killed somebody. He might. He killed somebody. Hernandez back from the dead. Have him kill him. Oh, wow! That was a killer. (laughs) Yo, that that was a killer joke, dude. Was that too soon? Yeah, a little bit. Um, wow, you may have just murdered the rest of the audience. (laughs) All right. Um, Broncos and Giants. I got the Broncos. I said the Giants are not good. Teddy Bridgewater wants to hold on to his job, so he'll show out. Plus, a healthy defense is going to be dominant. Having Von Miller back and everything. You picked. I also picked the Broncos. Sure, because. Horses. Okay, so here's the thing, guys. I don't know if you know this or who knows this. You know what I'm going to say. Oh, my God. <laughs> they make blankets for, for, like, for horses that are cold. So, <laughs> and Chip knows that I have many a time we have driven by when it gets colder outside and, like, the farms have their animals. And th- they have little blankets on them, and I have cried. Several times. So for that alone, oh, and because fuck the Giants, but basically because of is it the Giants? It's, it is. It oh, yeah. is the Giants. Fuck them and um, Broncos for sure because they're horses. <laughs> there you go, Johnny. <laughs> As Matt cries behind his microphone now. All right, moving on. Look it up. It's adorable. It is adorable. I promise. It's cute. All right, we got a couple more. Go. Uh, Packers and Saints. I said Jameis Winston is not beating a pissed off Aaron Rodgers. End of discussion. You have picked the Packers as well. Yes, I did. Because. I- now, hold on. Let me actually make it so we can see it here. I really like the Saints once upon a time. 
But since Drew Brees is gone, I like to stand by cheese. And look, okay, that that Wisconsin whatever is a cheddar Gouda. I'm not really sure, but it's cheese, and I'm here for it. So nice brie. I'm here for it. So it's cheese, and it's the Packers. Okay, so we both picked the Packers. So what we've differed on one. Two, I we've differed think. on two or one. I'm we've shocked. differed on two. Right, Matt, because you've had to weigh in on two. Yeah. Yes. Go cheese. Uh, it's cheese. Go cheese. I'm right. Go cheese. Uh, all right. Goat cheese is good. Yeah. Yeah. Plinky. <laughs> all right. So two more. We got the Sunday yeah. night game. We yeah. got the Sunday night game, which is Bears. Bears and Rams. I have the Rams. I said Stafford is a significant improvement at quarterback, and Andy Dalton is in ready for Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. You have picked the Rams because McVay. He's a stud. He's the only look, women who don't watch football will they they should start because he's worth every single second of watching football. Until they learn he's not over six foot. He, no, I don't know. Yeah, care until about they that. learn he's like yay tall. I don't yeah. care about that. He My, looks like Dirk Bentley, and that in itself. Listen, I've is, seen some of your exes. I know you don't care about the height thing. <laughs> You talking about my my exes or hers? Hers. <laughs> Rude but fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to get short with you. <laughs> um, as Johnny said, yeah. Oh, yo, this is gonna piss you off, Teal. String cheese eating, not peeled. Bullshit. No. No. Listen, Johnny. No. Okay. No, you need That's to peel behavior. it. He like a heathen over here. Well, just bite down on the string so cheese. So does Johnny. I know. And it's weird. Do you also do it with, what is it, Kit Kats? Because he does that there too. Yep. And it is sacrilegious. It's disgusting. This is FBI. why I do well and you do poorly. If the FBI is listening, looking at Johnny and Chip, they both That's <laughs> What a it's psycho true. move, Chip. That's I'm actually really disappointed. That's it's hard, bro. It's so upsetting. It is so upsetting. Yeah. Furthermore, hold on. Quick question. Do you, when you eat ketchup, right, with fries, let's say, um, yeah. do you dip your fries in the ketchup in the or difference. do you drizzle it all over top and get an uneven proportion so I'm it's soggy? I'm a dipper because I'm not four. Thank you. <laughs> Me too. Everybody yeah. else, what do you do? Because in my opinion, the, the right way is you can even put a little salt on there. It's delicious. This one is a child. Shut up. I'm not a child. <laughs> You're my oh, child. No, name that movie. Nuggets. Yo, ketchup on chicken nugs, man. Ketchup on chicken nugs. Yeah, but on the side. Thank you. You, you need the you right were... amount. But so, but so, so, so sometimes the the chicken nuggies are too hot, so you have to actually use the ketchup as a cooling agent. Um, so you dunk it. No, you pour yeah. it on. You let it cool for a couple seconds. Dunk. Go. You dunk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. No. Thank you, Jason. Jason I am. Appalled. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Appalled. Thank you, Jason, a.k.a. Justin Timberlake stunt double. I appreciate you. He lost 1% in my book, so now he's like a 99 instead of 100. Shut up, Matt Cantz. Thank you. Go ahead. All right, we got one more. One yes. more. Um, final one is Ravens and the Raiders. Uh, what's that? I said, I'm like offended by this conversation. You're offending me with your, your food takes, Chip. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. Uh, Ravens are more put together, but this is not going to be a good game. This is going to be a terrible football game. Uh, the Ravens are all hurt, and Lamar Jackson ain't that great. Uh, the defense isn't the same. This is going to be a bad football game. It's going to be a bad start to Monday night. I got the Ravens. You also have the Ravens, though, because... Their costumes give me the Halloween vibes, and it's time to get spooky. What? <laughs> 
What? <laughs> is that wrong? It's time to get spooky. They're purple and black and tis the season. And I don't like the And they're Raiders. named after an Edgar Allan Poe poem. True. And the Raiders don't have cute costumes. And I oh really enjoy... I don't like the silver with the black. I think it looks really? cheesy. Uh, see, I love the silver and black. I do too. I don't like it. I do too. I think that something about it, it, it makes me feel like they just took a spray can and just started spraying things. And that upsets me. I'm here for the Ravens. What does this say? Ravens, see? Yeah, I agree. We So we so we differed on two. Mm -hmm. So we differed on two. We also have to establish that if there is a tie, we just both get credited with a tie unless one of us predicts a tie. I am not predicting. I'm not predicting a tie it's this too, season. Here, in all seriousness, because I do watch a lot of a lot of football, um, it's too soon to tell with anything. The off season was a shit show, so the, you, you're going off of whatever. And even if I enjoy a team, I may not like their vibe or their. I get that uniform. Hey! And by the way, your mom is a dipper. She wanted you to know. My see, I your told mom you. is watching. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Um, um she's a dipper. Hi, mom. That's right, because my mom raised me correctly in an Italian household and not like a heathen. So, for me, how she sleeps. <laughs> I do. I dipper. It's true, and I mean, Ooh, honestly, it's too soon to tell with any of these things. There are so many people that you know, think that they know what's going to happen or they're like really all in on their, their specific team. And then I, and I appreciate that, but then they get really, really, I do like hockey. Yes. As a matter of fact, my mom is going to kill me for this. <laughs> but once upon a time, my mom's boyfriend was a Flyers player. <laughs> yes. Back in the day, I was very young and my mom used to date Tim Kerr. So I have a personal experience with um, the Flyers, and he's a wonderful man. And, uh, yeah, I, so I can get, like, street cred for that, right? I hope. I hope I do. Broad Street Police. They wear, they wear orange costumes. They're not all orange, though. <laughs> I, like, I like costume. I like costumes yeah. better, better than, than outfits. Yeah. See? Thank you. Your mom is going to kill you, by the she way. Is so I'm following the – <laughs> the the group chat, the family group chat, mom is going to kill for sharing the stories. He listen, um, he was a wonderful, wonderful person. He really was. Um yes, I know Matt, and they're playing my other West Coast favorite team, the Seattle yeah. Kraken. I'm excited for them. Which is very cool. But I mean, what do you say? Love Tim Kerr, what? Love Tim Kerr. Tim, love oh, Tim Kerr. He's a legend. Really cool guy. Um, but yeah, of course I like hockey. I watch everything. I grew up watching sports. I was not one of those like girly girls. I always like sports. Um, but I agree. I think costumes are better because when you put on a costume, you can be whoever you want to be for that day and that time period. So just like Beyonce, when she's not on stage, she's Beyonce. And when she gets on stage and she gets moving, she's Sasha Fierce. They're two separate things. And I want the people. Thank you. Thank you. No, he knows that I'm I want, internally I know, screaming I know. right now. I want the people screaming to, <laughs> internally. I want the people that play to come out and bring them a piece of themselves that they don't show on a daily basis. So why can't it be a costume? Why does it have to be a uniform and they be like everyone else? Oh, good Lord. Hey, Where Dawkins is the lie? Did it. Is Dawkins, no lie. Dawkins did do it. I know he did. It just I, hurts my heart to hear it. So Dawkins close. did what? 
I'm sorry. When he put on the, he he put on the helmet, he became a different human. See? He became the Wolverine. He is. He became Sasha Fierce. No, he became a Wolverine. Okay. Oh, Wolverines! I know. Dawkins is the greatest, I'm greatest sold. eagle to have ever lived. But it's I'm. Costumes it's costume. Now. Thank you. It's costumes now. I'm See? actually. She actually sold me on this. She she made listen. Yeah. <laughs> she, she makes you a point. No. Wolverine. <laughs> it's good logic, though. I want you to show up and be somebody else that day. I, that doesn't take any shit and that leaves it all out on the field and then get off and the field and get off <laughs> and, the field and, it, <laughs> and Zach Ertz, you know, he go, then, you know, on Sunday or Sunday or Monday, he goes to church and he does his own thing and he does whatever, but on that field, he will murder you and great. I'll take it. Well, he'll get tackled without yards after catch, but yeah, but listen, sure. I, I understand I'm there, but you know yeah. what I mean? And I'm hoping that when the time comes with Jalen hurts, He's going to come out and do the same thing. And I like what I see already just when he steps on a field in general and how he presents himself off. So he absolutely has that costume mentality. I'm right. Call it a costume. costume mentality. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I am 100% <laughs> in on costumes. See? From now on. They'll, they'll, for the You're in the minority. Now, I want to be clear. This is why I lose <laughs> a lot of arguments in this house. She's good. Mm -hmm. yeah. She's good. Yeah. I'll turn you well, to my she, logic. She and look, can sell ice to an Eskimo. That's the line that's always been used to describe her. It has. <laughs> but I will also tell you guys that I'm lactose intolerant. So when it comes to cheese, yeah. that's how much I love it. Yeah. I am I am so sold on cheese. Costume mentality. I want that yeah. shirt, Johnny. Johnny, there you go. I know you're still watching. Yeah, costume mentality. Coin that phrase. And yes, Matt wants you to send your resume to ESPN. They need better people working. This there. is what I'm saying. This is her audition video. Um, I have a shirt. I have a shirt. What you got? Costume mentality. Uh huh. With Sheldon Brown with the uh, the Freddie mask. Come or on. The, uh, the Jason mask. Not yeah, Sheldon Cooper, hold on, right? Hold on. Not only that, but Lane Sheldon Johnson. They all showed up with their with their with the dog with mask. The dog right. mask. Costume mentality. I. There's something marketable. Johnny. There it is, Eagles. Um, there it is. <laughs> and he's watching because he commented because Nora likes baseball because the lines that are cut into the grass where oh. they design the. And I still can't figure out how to do that. <laughs> yeah, no. Our backyard. So if like Nora knows, it's let me know. <laughs> so this has been the first edition of the weekly pickoff. She'll be back next week to go over the results of these games. Um, there's going to be a lot of smack talk on Twitter. There will so. be a lot of smack talk on Twitter. Actually, we may have, like I was thinking, because we may actually have to move Ooh. this to Tuesdays, like on a YouTube thing, because um, there's a Monday Night Football game. There's that last game. And if it's an away game, yeah, something very big is happening. Yes. So we're going to get into that. <laughs> so everyone likes the awesome segment. Uh, let's begin wrapping up this show. So first off, Matt. I want to thank you for joining us this night and, and playing our, our, our marital counselor as the last segment went through. <laughs> and how amazing, absolutely incredible the helmets are. Just this segment, Matt. Just this segment. Relax. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. Philadelphia sports can't survive without me on a Monday night show. We know that. Um, so a couple of things. First off, there are a ton, an absolute ton of new designs in the AAT Sports Network shop. Um, so first off, let me put up the official website. Um, this will link you. So aatbirds.com slash shop. Tons of new designs, including Kenny G for Kenny Gainwell and his saxophone. Um, the Hearts on Fire, Strong Desire, Rages Deep Within, the Rocky quote, 
now on a t-shirt. Missy made that happen. The AAT All Authentic Talk NWO style shirt. And again, AAT Birds, AAT. I mean, lots and lots of new fun designs. Make sure you are checking them out, getting your swag on. Uh, yeah, so do I. For show, for show. Um, lots of other great, great sponsors, including Statement Games, a fun free twist on fantasy sports. I play fantasy sports again, so I'm actually going to be on Statement Games quite a lot because I don't remember a lot of other things. Um, awesome, awesome. Some other great sponsors, oddsjam.com. You can use their arbitrage calculator to not lose money for all of my gambling peoples. Um, for all of my gambling peoples, you need to make sure that you are, you know, checking out oddsjam.com. They will help you win some money. 99jersey.com. Use the code AATBirds20 for a 20% discount. I like that one too. Lots of rain. Luxury watches. Use the code AATBirds for 10% off. They're very fancy. They're very fancy watches. Make sure you are liking all of the new pages, the AAT Sports Network on Twitter and AAT Sports underscore. Sports is what we're all about. And our final sponsor is manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. I vouch. And so will your wife. I vouch for this big, big time. (laughs) I vouch. Use the code AATBirds for a 20% discount and free shipping at checkout. Now, the big news that the wife was referring to, and this is where Matt Templin is a very important figure in what we are talking about. Starting this week, every single away game, the All About the Birds, the AAT Sports Network, will be live for pregame at the West End in Quakertown. You can come out. There are great specials. There are great giveaways. There are all kinds of amazing things. Matt Templin is going to be providing some beautiful viewing on our table. He's going to lend us two of those fantastic, amazing, amazing. wonderful, superb helmets that he creates. Look at those bad boys. Look at them. They are beautiful. And there will be business cards all over the place, so you can actually reach out and contact him on getting your own customized uh, Eagles helmet or whatever team you want. We're probably going to be getting a AAT Sports Network helmet. Oh, that is that. That, I mean, that's, that's sick. sick. I love the visor too, man. That that's the part that like puts it all together for me. Um, that's Jeremiah Trotter. That's my boy. So mm-hmm. make sure you are checking it out on Sunday this week. It's a one o'clock game, so oh. we will be live. Yeah, that's I'm gonna, that. hold on, you're going back up. Oh my god, I love that. It's the metallic man. That's sick. Yeah. Sick. Fletcher Cox. Beautiful. I mean, the holidays are coming up. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you'll be able time. to see these live in person. Sunday, we will go live at 1130 a.m. We'll be live throughout the bar and all over our Twitterverse and Facebookverse and YouTubeverse. So we'll still be live doing our predictions. But again, you have the chance to actually come out and see us in person at the West End in Quakertown. Um, lots of great shows this week. Tomorrow is the debut of former NFL player Jeremy Bridges' brand new show on the AAT Sports Network called Burning Bridges. At 10.30, it's an after-hour show. He is going to get on and just shit-talk whoever he feels like shit-talking at the time. He's what the great coolest. Names. What a great right? Name. right? Bridges. He is the coolest. Thank holy, you. Holy, holy shit. Thank was you. that you? Was that you? Of course. I mean, I don't want to – hold on. Wait. She's here. Really Honey, cat. was it me? I don't want to toot my own horn. Yes, it actually was. <laughs> it was. And he is such a badass. Oh, man. 
Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's I can't a really wait cool for dude. him to light people up. So that's tomorrow night at 10.30. Wednesday night is our All About the Birds weekly report. We are going to do an eyes on the enemy kind of thing where we are bringing in an Atlanta Falcons podcaster so he can attempt to talk to us about how much his team is going to get the crap kicked out of him. Um, that was really aggressive. That Sorry. Was. Thank you. Um, Thursday night is Across the Pitch, our Philadelphia Union soccer show. Friday is Bird, Beers, and BS. And then Sunday we are live, 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 live at the West End in Quakertown, not to mention the dynasty decisions that just dropped on the AAT Sports Network YouTube. There, Listen, if you are not a part of this yet, you have to be. We are making moves, making waves, and stirring some shit up. So we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Matt Templin, I appreciate you, man. It's good to see you. Congrats on the retirement, buddy. I'm proud of you. Congrats <laughs> to you, sir. Congrats on all the babies. Oh, no, I love them babies. Well, that's what happens when you retire. Retirement from COVID, man. It's babies. So I, too, have been retired. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of those horsies, I have been put out the pasture in one way or another. So we're going to end like we end every show on AATSM with a solid Go Birds. Go Birds. Go Birds. Go Birds! Wow, that was... That's really good. I have to use that sound clip. And as we end every show here on Monday nights on Chips and Dish, we're out of beer. So we're out of here. Enjoy a commercial about your wieners. Attention, listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code AATBIRDS. Ready for an out-of-world experience, fellas? Look no further than the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped that has just taken off in not only the USA, but Canada, UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold your whole solar system. First, scheduled for liftoff, new Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer. This spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your body, balls, butt, and even Uranus. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch, can engage a travel lock, and is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4,000K LED spotlight you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your travels across the universe. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. It's like having a little astronaut to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ear. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Don't forget to use Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and their Crop Reviver to help your little planets be on their A-game while feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0 the Manscaped Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag. Abort hairy balls and buzz light ear that woody with Manscaped. 
Get 20% off and free shipping with the code AATBIRDS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code AATBIRDS at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you.